11, 12, go to hell. Padded Room Radio is on the air once again, you maniacs. My name is Darian. I have returned for another week of horror, bullshit, and a little bit of gas. My name is Darian. Oh, God, that was gross. That burp was so bad, it actually sent me back about 10 seconds in time. That sperm really backed up on you, don't it? (laughs) Jason Harrell's in the house. Hello. What's up, Jason? Oh, tis the season. It is the season. It is full-blown Halloween time. Oh, daddy. The decorating has fully commenced. Has it, uh, the outside begun? Oh, yeah. How, how's it coming? And I've got the blown out knee from oh. climb, climbing a ladder to prove it. Oh, no. Damn physical labor. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, we're up and uh, definitely in full swing now. And That's nice. Sarah has uh, kick-started the season by going to get a replacement crown in her mouth. I saw that. And they can apparently etch things, little pumpkins on crowns in sure. your mouth now so okay she now has a pumpkin crown that since is, she is known as the pumpkin princess i love it that she's got her crown is commitment <laughs> she's is. not pulling out of this halloween <laughs> thing she's never going back well that it has inspired me i'm gonna come up with some gold toothfuses oh that'll look good yeah you know, orange toothfuses yes yeah, that's how you want to do it i like really. it it's gonna look gross <laughs> well i wasn't gonna get real ones so they probably tarnish to a nice orange yeah so everybody will just keep going. jason you got some little something little on your teeth there that's so, just rust yeah <laughs> what's up with you man not much man i uh i made it to the rib cook-off nice. this year got my uh my my uh fiberglass mask that i always buy off the mask guy Mm-hmm. Uh, you have not lived until you've gotten to the rib cook-off, started walking around, and then come to the realization that your daughter of five years is not wearing panties. Oh, okay. And has the short little miniskirt on to show the world her goods. Oh, well, yeah. you know. We're not sitting down anywhere. We're going to hey, move quickly. Her, you know, they start young. They what did, can I that's say? That's true. She's and, gonna and have that, an, it's a great place to pick up guys. She's going to have an OnlyFans page by this time <laughs> next week. She's going to probably make it more than we are. Oh, yuck, man. Yeah, that's that's kind of weird, right? Yeah, and she's I don't imagine there was many panty vendors down at the rib cook No, she's got this problem about forgetting, and I put that in air quotes to put panties on before yeah. she leaves the house. Me too. I know you do. Uh, we've had this talk before. <laughs> and it's led to some embarrassing situations. It has. Uh, we had to pull over and go to Target. I got to buy Jason some panties. <laughs> He's flashing his, his wang out again. Oh, it was good times, though. Everybody just think it's a bug, bug bite. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got something wrong with his leg over there. I don't know what that's all about. Right on, man. Well, we got a regular horror show to get into here. Big guy. We got horror news, listener mail, all the usual shenanigans. 
Why don't we kick things off with a little horror news, Jason Harrell? Let's do it. <laughs> horror news. You got anything, big guy? Got one thing. What's that? It's the one piece of physical media news that nobody asked for. Ooh. Serbian film hits 4K. Why? (laughs) Why? Uh, Who needs that? You just need to see a penis drill through a man's (laughs) eye socket in 4K quality. You need to see the knobs (laughs) and the veins all the way into penetration. I actually own a physical copy of a Serbian film. Uh, You know... Early in me and Sarah's court in years, uh, you wooed her I wooed her by film. telling her that she needed to watch a Serbian film. And uh, she did. And she came away with the same opinion that it's actually decent. It's it's a pretty good show. It yeah. looks good. Um, uh, it gets a really bad rap, but I think it's a solid enough movie. I mean, the reason it gets a bad rap is because of the implication of the kids stuff. Okay. But you don't actually see it. Right. You kind of... It's it's alluded to heavily. We've all got our bugaboos with uh, <laughs> we do <laughs> with horror movies. It's a bit of a floofer dupe. And and if a horror movie can hit that kind of nerve, then it's probably doing its job right. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't need it in four K. Tell you that. The only reason I bought- I do need it in slow motion. <laughs> can I get that in like a locket size that I could wear around my neck? No, it's it's fine, man. I got it on DVD. I bought it without ever seeing it because yeah. it's not going to show up on Netflix or so, Walmart or Walmart. <laughs> so I had it. I bought it off of Amazon. I watched it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, did you ever see Solo? Thirty Days of Gamora? No. Um, it's it's another one that people freak out about. I thought it was hilarious. It's basically about uh, towards the end of World War II, this group of Nazis kidnaps a bunch of college kids and holds them like prisoner inside this weird compound for like 30 days mm-hmm. makes them do a bunch of weird shit mostly sex stuff and there's a lot of gay stuff involved too shocking i actually think i may have seen this uh um, it's, it's definitely ringing a bell there's a part where a guy cuts a turd on the floor and he makes a chick eat it with a spoon, <laughs> eat it with a spoon. whether i've seen it or not i'm watching it i mean again. you're invested now right <laughs> the best part of that is that the guy like they bring all the, the kids, they're all pissed off at the kids because one of them tried to escape. And he's like, I'm going to show you who's boss. And then he drops Trow and he like squats down. And then there's like five minutes of him just sitting in the squatting position <laughs> waiting for a turtle head to pop out. Oh, great. It's, it, I thought it was stupid, but whatever. Uh, that's all you got, big guy? That's it. Trailers are up for Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. What do you think? It looks like a slasher flick. Yeah. Um, it's got my curiosity. Sure. I'll check it out. Of course. You know, why not? It's we Winnie have no lives. Pooh. Winnie the Pooh horror movie. <laughs> yeah. You can't go wrong with that. I, I figure it's just going to be like a kind of a Five Nights it's at Freddy's, yeah. uh, uh, Banana Splits type vibe. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's that other one with Nicolas Cage? Oh, uh, Willy's Wonderland. There we go. I have a feeling they're going to try to ramp it up a bit, though. They might throw some... Because you're, you're dealing with Winnie the Pooh. He looks kind of shitty, though. It looks like a fat guy in a bear mask. Yeah, I really, looks like. I really wish they would have made it look more solidly like Winnie the Pooh. Or made it like about a grizzly bear. Something like that. I don't know. Some <laughs> kind of mutated farm situation. Uh, trick or treat. You know it? You I love do. it? It's getting a theatrical run. Uh, we are very hopeful that it's actually going to hit 
a theater near us. I doubt it. But if you guys don't mind driving to Sacramento. Uh, I, I wish to, <laughs> we would definitely drive all the way to Sacramento to see it in theater. It's only two hours. Yeah. Yeah. I would check it out. Uh, images are up of Jamie Clayton as Pinhead in this upcoming Hellraiser thing. I saw it. I saw it. I didn't see the movie. Yet, I, saw but I saw a little it. thumbnail. Saw the images. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at a, at a female Pinhead either. Um, depending on which Clive Barker spinoff you want to go into, there were times when the Hell Priest was a female, and you know it's not really the it's it, it's more like a possessing entity, so it can body hop the the Hell Priest. But she's definitely pin, the character Pinhead. Oh yeah, it's oh, not yeah. just like. A female Cenobite. No. Okay. No. She's got the pins. She's got the track. Yeah. Uh, she's definitely Pinhead. Hmm. So, since you've read a lot of that stuff, um, <coughs> does the Hell Priest, is the Hell Priest always Pinhead? Yes. Okay. But Pinhead can be female or has yes. been female. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in one of the graphic novel spinoffs, um, Kirsty Cotton, who was in the the protagonist i guess from the original movie she makes a deal and becomes the hell priest for a little while. Oh, okay yeah so uh i'm not mad at it um they can't do any worse that's true they've already hit the bottom of the barrel yeah big fat pinhead that's it's where like, i drew the line this is like whatever happens in the phantasm series it's, it's the only place it's goes gonna up. be it's gonna be better can't be any worse than ravager no it no can't. it cannot Oh, uh, what else we have here? Unsolved Mysteries. You ever Ooh, watch that show? Robert Stack. Yes. <laughs> Creepy. Trench coat hanging around uh, street lamps. Fog. My my mom still watches the old reruns. Oh, yeah? And I'm just, I'm curious, like, how much of this stuff are you watching that's actually been solved? And But now everybody's still just looking for the solution. I would hope all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was, uh, went off the air in like, what, 89 or yeah. something like that? Jeez. So they're still watching, thinking somebody's still missing. Meanwhile, you know, 20 years ago, they've been found. Yeah, of course. Uh, Three-night event this October on Netflix. Oh, I'm, boy. I imagine it's going to be some kind of paranormal floop de doo you know? Yeah. That would be my, my opinion. Well, as long as it can squeeze some Zach Baggins in there. Yes. Then we're golden. Uh, obviously. The, the intro to Unsolved Mysteries. That always scared the shit out of me. It's creepy. Oh, shit. <laughs> Nailed it. Yep. Uh, lastly, it looks like David will be added to the Evil Dead the Game uh, DLC. Hmm. He is uh, Shiloh Fernandez's character in the remake, mm-hmm. and he's coming with a nail gun. Okay. So that's cool. Yeah. Cool uh, weapon, at least. Yeah. They need more maps for that thing. That's the problem. But... I don't know that there's the the medieval castle and then there's the cabin in the woods and that's about it. Yeah, what else you got? That's it. Can't they should have an S Mart. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. they need have an, an S Mart. Maybe a. Uh... We'll have to see what Evil Re- Evil Dead Rise does. I'm just re- boy, I'd really like to play an S Mart map. That would be cool, right? <laughs> Weapons be all over. Chucking the place. cans of beans. At yeah, the deadites. Deal with that fucker. <laughs> That's all we got on the horror news. How about some listener mail, my How man? about it? Listener mail. 
snap. Let's start things off in London, England, Jason. Here comes the horror slut. Hello. Subject line, party in the back. Evening, gents. I do hope everyone had a safe week and an enjoyable holiday weekend for you in the States. I guess they don't have Labor Day over there. They don't particularly care about their labor, <laughs> I guess. Apparently not. Yeah, sorry about that, Kat. Uh, take a day off. There well, you go. Have a, have a beer or something. You've got Darian's permission. Yeah, I've given you full access to a day off. Uh, quick vote before work tonight, and I'm going for the Lost Boys. All for the sexy mullet. Is that a party on the top or a party in the back? And I was told to mention that the they fly so they win. I'm still not fully in on the joke, but I think I'm starting to get it. Have a safe and healthy week, Cat. Right on, Cat. I stand by my argument. <laughs> the the joke, Cat, which has never let go of me as yet, is uh, it was like two years ago. I voted for the Creeper from Jeepers Creepers over Jason Voorhees. My entire argument was that the creeper can fly. Jason cannot. Scoop him up, drop him in a lake, done. There it is. Or uh, put him in the shower. <laughs> take, him out, take him out on a rainy day. I think that'll work, too. Right on, Cat. Your votes are locked in. How about we get back here to Reno, Nevada? Here comes the cowboy. Subject line, wings. Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing well. I made it in tonight. Anything great for the holiday weekend? I spent it at the lake, which was a much-needed weekend away from work. Darian, bring on Daphne shit-talking during matches. I think it would be hilarious. You won't be able to understand what she's saying, cowboy. <laughs> I rarely understand what she she's saying. She won't stop, though. Nope, she'll talk and uh, drive you crazy. Terradome, vote goes to the Lost Boys because they can fly. Ha-ha. <laughs> and you know who else has wings and flies? Dracula's Brides. Just getting that thought out there. I don't think they have wings. I did post on the inmate page the contest link I signed up for. Any votes are appreciated. Darian, here's the link for you since you're still banned. I am still banned from Facebook, uh, Cowboy, but I will vote for whatever whatever it is you're voting for here. So posts are being made to your page that you don't have access I to? Can't, I don't have access to Facebook. But the page, the page is still The page is there. still up, apparently, oh. from what I'm told, which makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> back to the grind hope everyone has a great week catch you on the flip cowboy right on cowboy let's see here looks like we got a couple voicemails here he comes from beautiful southern california it's mr tom hardy hey my favorite degenerate i hope everyone is doing well we're here darian sir pitfalls of Hit lurking. Saw your mother naked. Oh. <laughs> it's Sorry true. For Sorry for that. You know, it's I, true. I think it's kind of like, uh, you know, when you get a song stuck in your head, how you get it out, you got to get someone else. You got to get that song stuck in someone else's head. So I got to show. But I think you're going to have to show your mom naked to somebody. I am not fucking volunteering, but you got. Come on up. Yeah, Jason and, and Buddy there. I've I already mean, seen that, it. That might I just go to a Rolling Fans page. Your head. I don't know. Um, but fuck, man, when Tut Lurking goes wrong, huh? <laughs> when it goes wrong. Uh, onto the uh, Terror Dome there. We got the uh, fucking Lost Boys and the, uh, the Blind, the blind Dead. Dead. What do you think of that? Nah, give me the Lost Boys, man. I mean, the Blind Dead are just fucking blind. I mean, I, no offense, I just don't see how that's going to do nothing for them. The Lost Boys, they got uh, 
They got leather jackets that's and true. dangling earrings. You know, oh, that's, that's fucking true. mullet. It's all you need. Shit like that. So, I forgot the earrings. Yeah, they're gonna lost boys, and they can fly too, right, Darian? They can fly. All right, wise guy. Uh, on the educating department, you know, I, I think I got last week. I just it, it cut out. And, oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. And that's why you didn't hear me. Okay. And now nah, I'm just fucking with. You. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> this one here, I fucking seen before. Come on now. And I know this flick because tell me if I'm wrong. It's the one where uh, he comes back. The prodigal son, and it's a video store, right? That no. was they had a video store. The no. father did. Nope. And that's where they start nope. piecing together the clues about what happened. Nope. But fuck me if I can't remember the goddamn name. You're to thinking it. of um, um. Oh, on the uh, what are you looking I at department? I did get to catch uh, the first two Predator flicks. Yeah, but it had been a long time since I'd seen them, and uh, you know I saw that Prey flick, and I was like, oh man, that was pretty damn good, you know? Yeah. Let me go. I gotta say, man, those first two really hold up. The first one in particular. Sure. Uh, that was great, man. Great flicks. I know we've all seen them before. The second one, I gotta admit, I used to, I used to hold the second one kinda on par with the first. Uh, I think I'd seen it more or something like that, but I used to like it a lot more. All Still right. enjoy it. Still think it's great. A lot of fun. Even though there's a lot of, uh, uh, predator Drama. inconsistencies. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, like, the Predator is attacking people that aren't armed, that sure. aren't, like, quote-unquote threats yeah. in this one. And uh, there was also a scene where the Predator, um, I can't remember Danny Glover's partner's name, the female, turns out she's pregnant, yeah, so the Predator spares her. Huh. GP, I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen Predator Two. It's been a long time for me too. Uh, I had I had similar feelings though for a long time. I thought it was a very good movie, and then subsequent viewings, it just kept diminishing yeah. a bit. Yeah, I remember it had one of the coolest like crime cartels I've seen in a long time. I can vaguely even remember the Jamaican Voodoo Posse, <laughs> right? Those guys are badass. Yeah, they were. <laughs> That's basically all I remember of Predator 2. I'm going to rewatch Something right out of Warriors. Absolutely. Loved it. Uh, He called back. T motherfucking peed. Hell yeah. As I was saying, uh, the the Predator spares uh, his partner because she's pregnant. And I don't know if that's part of, like, Predator lore or whatever or exactly what that's about or if he's just you know pro-life or what the fuck but (laughs) um something else i was noticing about it the predator if you watch that flick it is shot like in 90s or like an like an 80s slasher flick where it's like the predator just pops up you know out of nowhere it's Watch it again. Okay. Look at it. it. The Predator is really shot like it's a slasher. Okay. Uh, at some point, almost like hiding it, like, who could be doing all this shit? But, you know, of course, I was the Predator. You know? Oh, yeah. Anyway, I still thought it was fun. I still thought it was enjoyable. The, the Jake Busey or Gary Busey or whatever the fucking guy's name is. <laughs> yeah, I forgot Fucking batshit crazy. I, I thought that was a fun part of it. Uh I don't know, man. I Like I said, all in all, I still think the second Predator is still a good flick. Okay. Anyhow, hope all is well. Love you like family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. TTYL. 
I haven't seen that one in forever. Now I, is the I got to revisit. You it. remember at the end where the predator gives Danny Glover that old pistol? Yeah, is that the same pistol in Prey? Yep. I don't know how I feel about that. You don't like that? It seemed a little heavy-handed. It seemed um, I a did, little fan service for the know? for the life of me. I never understood like what what the point of that was. You know what I mean? Like here's uh, you you managed to track me down to my spaceship. You climbed over the building and into the big hole in the ground and. Uh, oh, by the way, here's a xenomorph skull on the wall behind me. Put your boner away, fanboys. So here's a uh, antique pistol for you. Yeah, but didn't he do something like all brave and shit or something or, like that? Yeah. yeah, like he was kind of. I mean, they recognized his bravado or right. something. That's kind of it's kind of how they do it. Now, are you so? Are you all the way caught up on the? Did you ever watch the Predator? Was that the one before Prey? Yes. That's the only one I haven't seen. You don't need it. Skip that altogether. I've never heard anybody mention anything redeemable about that movie, so I've just skipped it. Uh, One of my favorites that nobody else seems to like is Predators. Is that the one with uh, Adrian Brody? Big Nose McGee. Yes, a Big Nose McGee. (laughs) (laughs) I thought thought that was rather enjoyable. It went to the uh, the weird Predator game. Yeah, I was never mad at that. It doesn't really fit into the, like the mythos because it's like o- its own thing the only thing that's really a stretch is buying adrian brody as any kind of hero i thought he i thought he did all right yeah, he's fine but uh, come on it, so he's got a big nose a little too lanky he is kind of lanky but he didn't spend a lot of time with his shirt off so true there's that all right well that's all we got on the listener mail my man you got anything for cowboy horror slut or tom hardy i love y'all love you guys you ready to get in? You ready to do this? I'm ready. I don't know if I am. <laughs> Try and stop me. Here we go. David, are you here? Can you hear me? It began at a party. <laughs> it was only a game. David, will you return to the living one day? Bullshit. Careful, Jim, you're upsetting David. David, are you all right? Yeah, he's all right. He's just a little dead, that's all. Shut up, Jim! What's he gonna do, haunt me? Hello, Linda, this is Brandon. I just realized I left my Ouija there the other night. I'm having some friends over Sunday and they want to use it. Besides, I want to contact David and see if he's calmed down yet. David, are you here? Are you still angry at Jim? David, where are you? Man, don't tell me you bought that crap with Brandon and that board. Oh, please. Boy, David, you should know how to hold a grudge, don't you? David? I want to bring a medium by your apartment as soon as possible to exercise the spirit. Okay, let's talk to some ghosts. David, where are you? You! Did you cause that accident at the site? David, don't lie to me. When someone uses a Ouija alone, like Linda, She's very susceptible to the spirits she contacts. And the wrong spirit will take advantage of this. Pretty soon, all she wants to do is use the board. And once that's done, he's able to possess her. 
douche. Oh, everybody in this movie. But is man, a his hair is great. Uh, he did have great hair. <laughs> Some right? a majestic mane. <laughs> I tell you what, perfect for a convertible because it just flows. Yeah, just billows out. Behind it does. Him. Uh, he's rich. He's Linda's ex-boyfriend. And apparently him and, uh, Jim grew up together. They used to be best friends and, uh, Linda kind of came between them and now they hate each other. And that brings us to our party. Uh, we're going to find, because Brandon is this rich <coughs> culture douche knocker, he's going to engage in a bunch of conversations with people about life and philosophy and things like that. He's basically showing his cock off. Yeah, co- correcting everyone's pronunciations. Of and, course. You fuck face. Yeah, this guy's a real level 10 <laughs> douche. Oh, God, I hate him. I don't know who I hate the most out of this movie. If I'm rooting for anybody, I think it's probably... The board. I was, was, was going to say the landlady. She seemed all right. Yeah, she's okay. Um, but anyway, they, they get into like a little sparring match and we... The, Basically, we find out that these two don't like each other. But we do have a redeeming quality here because uh, one of my favorite things about most 80s movies is the uh, the sidekick uh, fuckboy friends that show up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, every movie has them. Yeah. In, in this case, it's Lloyd and Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, uh, I like a booger. Remember Booger? Booger was great. I like uh, pretty much any time you saw Bobcat Goldweight in a movie. Yeah. He was, he was a fuckboy friend. Um, God, there's been so many of them down the down the dark eons. Hey, of a my moment childhood. of silence for Booger. Booger's dead? <laughs> no, he's not dead. Oh. I, I'm just having some fond flashbacks. <laughs> His career is dead. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, but these guys show up, and they're great, and they're wildly underdressed because all of Linda's uh, you know, highfalutin friends are there, and these guys got on Metallica t-shirts and stuff. Uh, this, of course, is about the time that uh, Brennan, Brandon has to break out the Ouija board and explain to he has to hold court over the party Mm -hmm. and explain to everybody about oh no this is I don't believe in God but this is a gateway to another world and each board has its own connected spirit and this one's connected to a little boy named David no and it's pronounced Ouija Ouija and it comes from the German and French we and ya Uh, from the Wikipedia page on Ouija boards uh, the popular belief is that the word Ouija comes from French and German words for yes. It is a misconception. Oh, okay. It was taken from a word spelled out on the board when its inventor asked a supposed ghost to name it. There you have it. <laughs> Suck on that, Brandon. <laughs> probably tried to spell something normal, but yeah. since they're shit spellers. Yeah, it probably was like, oh, eat my ass. <laughs> oh, but it or just that. came out Ouija. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so now we're going to have our impromptu Ouija board session here at the party. Um, it has to be Brandon and Linda because their bodies are pure and the energy can flow through them. They don't smoke or drink like Jim and his don't curse. parents. And yeah. Lays down the ground rules of, you know, never, never alone. You got to say thank you and welcome them in and be say all polite goodbye. and yes. give them a, like some kind of ghostly blow job apparently. I mean, it's just, you got to be overly friendly to these it's fucking you gotta things. you got to kiss their ass. Yeah, I'm and not down with that. What is the point of it? What, they're not going to give you the winning lottery numbers. Then what good are they? No, yeah, exactly. They're not going to tell you who's going to win the Super Bowl, so why bother? You know, they're like, uh, they're like the boss that you hate. Oh, you look so good today, uh, Jeff. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, please don't send me home early. I really need the money. <laughs> uh, anyway, they start the Ouija board session. Uh Apparently, Brandon and David, David being the the 
spirit of the little boy have like a secret handshake that they do so that they know that they're talking to the right people. The first spirit that comes through fails to do the secret handshake. So Brandon's like, thank you, goodbye. And then he cuts off the, the Ouija board session. Then he comes back and he starts talking to David. Why do you say thank you to an asshole? I know. And who's this imposter, by the way? Yeah. Well, we'll sort of half-ass find out later, but that doesn't make a lot of sense either. Uh, While that's going on, there's a big bang outside. And then Lloyd runs over to the window and he's like, who got the Viper? Oh, what did he say? Multiple sadness. (laughs) You're on four flat tires. Totally bodacious. (laughs) So they run out there, and uh, this before the the Big Bang happens, you see the Ouija board, like, flip off of Brandon's knees. So there's that. Uh, They run out there, four flat tires, big shoving match between Brandon and Jim. Uh, Brandon's like, you angered the spirits, because Jim was making a bunch of wisecracks about dead kids (laughs) while they were doing this. You angered David, and now he popped my tires. And he's like, well, he's dead, man. Are you stupid? It's a board game. Uh, make a long story short, we're going to cut to later that night. Linda, Tawny Katane, is now giving uh, Jim the cold shoulder because, how could you? He's, he takes that stuff seriously. You know that. And you ruined the party. And, uh, well, I'm going to have sex with you anyway because you made a pouty face. And I guess that just is a panty dropper for Tawny Katane. Apparently. All it takes is a, uh, a pouty face. I'll bear that in mind the next time I run into uh, Tawny Katane. Um, so that's great. Uh, that night, nothing really happens. Uh, the next morning, uh, uh, Jim gets up and goes to work. He's a construction worker and he works with Lloyd. Uh, they do a bunch of shit talking and this is where we get the backstory, uh, between Jim and Brandon. We find out that they pretty much grew up together. They were best friends. Jim was in medical school. And now he's working at a construction job. Yep. So I'm thinking uh, some kind of sexual assault allegation was probably (laughs) laid against him. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. And he doesn't talk about it other than he just walked away from medical school to join the fast and lucrative life of uh, drywall hanging. Hanging drywall. So uh, we figure that out. Uh, While that's going on, we're cutting back and forth between the, the job site and the apartment where uh, Linda has gotten curious and is now contacting David on her own. Why? Don't know. Just took that upon herself. It wasn't eight hours before you were given the rules, breaking them already. First thing he said, don't do it by yourself. What's so goddamn important that you need to talk to David? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, she's on the Ouija board. She's like, David, um, I'm really sorry about last night. Is it true that you get to pick who your parents are? Apparently, she wants to have a baby with Jim. And apparently she wants to invite the ghost of somebody she doesn't know into her baby's to body. To be the baby, I guess. Right. Would you, would you want to be our baby? And he's like, no, I don't really like Jim. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed kind of whack, <laughs> like an asshole. But, no, he's a pretty good guy once you get to know him. Was that the vibe you got? Was that she was kind of leading up to say, you know, hey, you want to sh- shack up with us? That's kind of what I was led to believe okay i don't know it kind of had that vibe i mean she struck me i think the character was supposed to be like baby hungry and uh that's why she was pushing to get married and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and if you're jim you should put a fucking ring on it because that's about (laughs) as the best you're gonna do my man uh anyway while that's going on we're cutting back to the job site where jim and lloyd are having this heart to heart and they're taking their break um i'm not just sure how it happened 
But a big thing of drywall falls down and lands on Lloyd and kills him. Mm-hmm. Was it just me or was it raining drywall? Well, and they were really like, because at first they were really focusing in on Jim's missing hatchet. Ham, ha- Hammers. Hammer hatchet. Yeah. <clears throat> Is that a tool you hang drywall with? I have no idea. I mean, sure, the hammer part, but I've never that. seen them using a fucking hatchet. What do they need that for? Right. Anyway, so that thing's missing. You think, I, every time I see this movie, I think that hatchet's going to like fly off and almost kill somebody. I always forget that the drywall just falls and kills poor old Lloyd. It just seemingly collapses out of the sky and crushes Lloyd. Apparently, it cut the rope. Using the hatchet. Yes, because later on, when we meet a detective, he talks about the rope was cut. Weirdest detective I've ever seen in my what life. What a fucking <laughs> magic-obsessed he asshole. He does not give a shit about solving crimes. No. It's, he's more focused on lemons. Yeah, and he just he's wants to talk lemons. about magic. Yeah. All right, anyway. Lloyd gets killed. Uh, Linda has spent the day uh, fuck, fucking off with uh, David. Manages to find the ring that she's missing in a sink drain. So David pointed her in the right direction. Good for you, David. Um, Jim comes home and he's like, oh, Lloyd was killed on the thing. But he snuck up on Linda. And Linda's like, fuck shit, cock bitch, you whore. <laughs> and he's like, babe, language. What the hell? Apparently, he's wildly offended by curse words all of a sudden. Yeah, he's like, the strongest words I've ever heard out of your mouth was like stinky poo. <laughs> Fuck, cock, bitch, <laughs> slut, whore. <laughs> so uh, that's kind of off-putting. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I was I was talking to David, and he gave me the ring, and Lloyd's dead. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, cut to the next day. She just resumes activity with the Ouija board. And she's trying to get David back on the team. Now Brandon is calling, wanting his Ouija board back. Apparently, her and Brandon go to school uh, together, or they go to some class. She was supposed to take the Ouija board to class and give it to Brandon. She didn't show up because she just stays at home and talks to David on the Ouija board. Uh, That's great. Uh, Jim is coming and going, and he's kind of getting all freaked out. She's beginning to act more erratic. We get some fun little nightmare sequences in there. Uh, a very sultry Tawny Katane in a nightgown. Getting her head lopped off. Getting her head lopped off. Walking through a lot of smoky rooms in the apartment. Do you notice all of the fog that just always is in front of the house that they live at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just always there. I thought they lived in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> it's permafog. That's what it is. Maybe they put one of those PVC lines in, like Maybe. in your house. That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of fun. Uh, from there, like Brandon is getting more and more concerned because... He's trying to figure, he wants his Ouija board back is what he really wants, and he also wants to bang Linda again. So he's like, Linda, I'm coming over. We need to talk. And then, like, she doesn't show up. Linda, I want my Ouija board back. I'm starting to get worried. And then, of course, she does, never returns his call. Uh, eventually, he shows up at the job site, and he's like, Jim, let me ask you something. Is Linda acting erratic, it's kind of sleepless, doing a lot of cursing? And Jim's like, how did you know? She talking like she has Tourette's. Yeah, what? How did you know? Jim, those are the signs of spiritual entrapment. <laughs> what? Now, to Jim's credit, he doesn't take any of this very seriously. Or anything at all. <laughs> As I wouldn't either if I was nailing Tawny Katane and hanging drywall for a living. Um, eventually, he's like... He kind of convinces Jim that something really is going on because uh, all of her symptoms are matching up and she is acting weirder and weirder as the movie goes on. So Brandon's like, I'd like to bring my medium friend by the apartment. 
she's going to do a full seance. We're going to get to the bottom of this. And Jim's like, hey, you're crazy, man. But he agrees to it anyway. And this is where we meet the medium, Zarabeth, who is... Full-blown Zarabeth. <laughs> Full-on <laughs> Zarabeth. Uh, I don't know if Hot Topic has like a district manager, but this would be Zarabeth. I would date Zarabeth. In a, in a heartbeat. It would be, be a very weird, and I don't think I'd let her meet my parents or my friends. Yeah. But uh, be, she had a lot of psychic humor, which I think would be She fun. did. She had some good ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, she looks like your quintessential 80s goth chick. She's got, like, purple hair and a flat top and a weird kind of comb-over situation. Fruity little round glasses. Fruity round glasses. Uh, way too much makeup, obviously. Um, got, like, a, like a tassel-y denim jacket with like jingle bells on it mm-hmm. so every time she shuffles it just ring, ring ding, ding, ding. it's like a human xylophone that's what it is man i guess you just need to draw even more attention to yourself because the hair and the the makeup isn't doing it the name zarabeth wasn't zarabeth, enough that's not doing it either i need more eyeballs on me at all times she shows up they they come in and she's like well i gotta some spiritual energy in here, and I think it's connecting to you. And she's pointing to Linda. Linda's like, oh, my God, I told you. It's David. He wants to be my baby. And she's like, oh, let's get to the bottom of this. So they sit down and have a seance. And basically it entails Zarabeth talking in a baby voice and being like, I'm sorry. I broke your car tires. I didn't kill that guy at the job site, but I'm sorry. I'll leave you alone now. Bye. 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 Linda's like, David, wait. No. Very dramatic. I'll never have to watch this again. I can just ask you to reenact I can do the whole movie for you. I can do it. (laughs) I've got all the characters (laughs) down because they're all the same person pretty much. Um, From there, she leaves. She's like, ugh. As they're driving home, she's like, ugh, I got like a weird thing with the the spirit I talked to. I think it's like Portuguese. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Apparently, Portuguese spirits taste different or something. (laughs) I don't know. But uh, she's like, I'm going to do the Nancy Drew bit, and I'll call you back later, Brandon. So she goes to her apartment, uh, starts walking around, starts flipping through a random book, and comes upon a random page. Now, is it really random if you're psychic? That's a good point. Thank you. I had not considered that. Her <laughs> she powers. was drawn to that book. She was intuitively drawn. Her intuition led her to that page on that book, which happened to have a picture of that dude. Yes. Who basically looks like the tall man from Phantasm with a beard. <laughs> that's that's about all there is to it. Uh, and she's like, oh, this guy. And then she turns around and the camera's doing like this weird drone kind of a thing and she's like it's you and then she runs up the stairs and slams the door and then she runs into the bedroom and slams another door and then the door kicks in and then she gets uh thrown out of the window and impales herself on a sundial i always really liked the sundial death for some reason sure it's it's probably the best one in the movie yeah uh she does get hit with a fire poker right before uh she goes out of the window and we're gonna get a lot of this modality of death it's like a Random swing of a random item. Uh, you don't really see a hand or an arm connected to it. You just see like a cockback and a whip with, in this case, a fire poker. And then she goes, ah! and then she jumps out the window <laughs> and now she's dead and impaled. 
that actress, by the way, uh, Catherine Wilhite. <coughs> you may remember her from one of my personal favorites, a little film called Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> I think she played the bookkeeper or something like that. Yeah, she was a bartender chick. Yeah. Yeah. She was like the least skanky of every female mm-hmm. in that movie, which I rather enjoyed. All right. So. Will you do me, Dalton? <laughs> <laughs> So from there, we go to uh, the next day. Brandon wakes up, and he sees the news of Sarah Beth's Beth's death. And he's like, something's something's not right. She said that there was a different spirit, and he was trying to do something. So he now goes into, like, he rounds up Jim, and he's like, we got to do something. While that's going on, we have uh, Linda at the apartment, and now she's being accosted by the floating drone camera thing. And she's getting roughed up, and the landlord, as Jim and um, uh, Brandon are having this conversation, the landlord is freaking out, who's this nice little old lady. She calls Jim at work, and she's like, I think your girlfriend is trashing her apart- your apartment. You're not getting your cleaning deposit back. And he's like, oh, my God. So him and Brandon go running back there, where they find uh, Linda kind of unconscious on the floor, and um, the whole place is trashed. So they call an ambulance. They get her to a hospital. She's had a mild concussion. Jim already knew Jim that. Jim had diagnosed that. Because he had been to three and a half months of medical school. <laughs> Probably cost him about four, $5,000 at least. <clears throat> you were right. It's just that you said. It's a severe concussion. You must be a doctor of sexy. Uh, from there, <laughs> they're like, okay, we got to get to the bottom of this David guy. So they go up to Big Bear, California, which apparently is where David died. They start snooping around. They go to the local library and look at some microfiche. Mm-hmm. Jason, remember those days? Yeah, boy. High school, having uh-huh. to do research on microfiche. You bet. Doing the little dial. I can't. Do I need special <laughs> with, glasses? With the tray. Yeah, with the weird <laughs> skewer things. <laughs> is this a newspaper or a blanket? I don't know. Um. They figure out that there was a boy that died there like 30 years before. His name was David. He was 10 years old. Uh, they don't – there was some kind of like a motorboat explosion or something like that. So like, okay, we're going to – we need to find his parents and we're going to figure out what's going on here. So they're driving around Big Bear and wouldn't you know, Jason, as they're driving around doing all this detective work, they remember that they're still friends. <laughs> They're still friends, Jason. Reunited and it feels <laughs> They even so share good. a motel room. Almost a toothbrush. Um, they're like, well, we're going to go check out David's grave. And maybe they can't find any information on his parents. So they figure they're going to go to the, the cemetery, check out David's grave, see if the caretaker has like an invoice that will have the parents' names on it. They go there. All very logical things. Absolutely. And if you're going to go to a graveyard looking for the grave of a random 10-year-old, you should do it at midnight. (laughs) That's the best time to do it. And you got to hop the fence, too, uh, which is exactly what they do. They find David's grave, and then they find the graves of the parents right next to him. So apparently they died also. Shit! And apparently, like, only two weeks ago, from what uh, Brandon said. It's like, oh, they just put him in the ground a couple weeks ago. I might have nodded off at that part. But I don't blame you. We're, uh, we're, we're riding the rodeo here. <laughs> it's a rodeo that should have ended like four, 40 minutes ago, but we're still on board. Uh, for, for a movie that, like, I mean, from the moment it starts, it goes 
it immediately goes witchboard. Oh yeah, yeah. We don't spend a lot of time. But fucking man, around. does it seem to just drag. I mean, yeah. Now this is where things get kind of silly. So they decide they're going to have their own witchboard session, and they're going to have it on the spot where David died. So they find this little curio shop. They buy a different witchboard, another witch fancy board. one. Yeah, real fancy one. Probably costs a couple hundred bucks. Go down to the dock where David blew up, and then they start using the, the Ouija board there. Now, here's the problem, man. Out of nowhere, <laughs> yeah. out of completely out of nowhere, David is like, is this Malfador? Where did we get that name? Yeah, I never, I never understood that. He just pulls it right out of his butt. Or is this Mal? Was it Malfador or Malcador? I can't remember. Something like he he drops a name. Marmaduke. I believe it was Marmaduke. (laughs) (laughs) The Ouija board was like. Uh, He pulls the name. It's like Malfador or Malcador. Now, at no point has that name been mentioned in the entire movie. I didn't remember hearing it. There was no. Kind of research. Uh, she, the, the, the Zarabeth didn't call Brandon and tell him about the picture or the book. So I don't know how he pulled Malfador out of his behind. As she's falling out the window to her sundial death, yeah. she sent telepathic thoughts into his brain. That's what it is. And he woke up and said, Marmaduke! How did you not get that? I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to pay more attention, clearly. You do. That's what it is. He's like, is this Malfador? And then the board is like, and then a bunch of barrels fall down. Um, David just immediately, or Brennan immediately (laughs) jumps into the water. (laughs) As if somebody threw a live grenade at him. Uh, Jim just kind of takes a a barrel to the face and gets knocked unconscious. Uh, Brennan's getting out of the water, and then that's when we get another random swing of a random implement. Uh, This time it's an axe. And down goes Brandon into the water, and that's it. Cut to three, four hours later, I guess. <clears throat> Jim comes to. He's got blood. He's got like a head wound. He's like, oh, what the hell happened? He's like looking around. I don't know what happened to Brandon. The motherfucker just left me here. And then he gets down, and he's like washing the blood off his face in the lake. And out pops an arm and grabs him. And he's like, oh, I gotcha. And he's like, oh, shit. And then it's Brandon who's been floating face down probably for hours. For a while. And also has a... And had a hatchet, hatchet to the face. to the face, but still somehow found the strength to reach up and grab mm-hmm. Jim. Now... Just to die. Just to die. Well, I think he was already dead. He had to be. He's been floating face down for hours. It's been a while. I don't know. I'm just saying that's kind it of... It seemed like it had been quite some time. I, like, for all the, the cut-tos and, that we and, got... And just never mind the fact... Hatchet to the face. Hatchet to the face. Uh, Jim pulls him out of the water and does like, oh, no! as he's holding Brandon's dead body. No! Takes Brandon's car and goes hauling ass back to wherever the hell. I think it was Fairfield or something like that. Um, while that's going on, Linda has checked herself out of the hospital and is now headed back to the apartment where she has uh, kind of hid away the Ouija board, the original Ouija board. She never gave it back to Brandon. So she goes back there and immediately starts fucking around with it again. And now this mysterious Malfador bearded tall man figure shows up. I guess. I mean, you just get kind of like a quick cut to him and he's like, and then <laughs> very menacing. <laughs> I think it was cold in there. <laughs> 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 we turn the heat on or what? It's freezing in here. 
damn death. <laughs> and then when Jim gets when Jim gets there, uh, Linda has gone full cosplay on him <laughs> and is now wearing a hat and a coat and tie. Yeah, she's now the Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> A very hot, red-headed Babadook. <laughs> but still somehow found the time to do her makeup, which I thought was kind of hot. And she's got like a deep voice, and she's swinging an axe at uh, Jim. And J- Now, something we glazed over this whole time is that there's like a detective that shows up periodically and shows him magic tricks. Um, <laughs> He's the worst. It's, it makes no sense at all. The, the worst part was like there was a stakeout, or I guess he was staking him out. He was sitting in his car when Jim saw him. And all you saw on the dash of his car was, like, playing cards and juggling balls and a magic hat. <laughs> is he going to kids' parties or what? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Regardless, uh, big struggle between Jim and Linda. Uh, Jim's doing the, Linda, I know you're in there. I don't want to hurt you. And she's like, I'm going to kick your ass, you fucker. And she's throwing him around and swinging an axe at him. Uh, the entire apartment building shows up to watch this because this is better than cable TV. Um, Jim is just, he stabs her in the leg, I think, and throws her off him. And he's about to stab her again when the detective shows up and pulls a gun on Jim. Uh, Jim's like, Hey man, uh, she, that's not, that's not my, that's not my girlfriend. I don't know. And the, the Linda stands up and she's like, Oh, and then she knocks the detective out, throws an ax at him. I think knocks the detective out. Jim grabs the gun, points it at Linda Make a very long story short with all this back and forth. Uh, Jim gets thrown out of the window, um, and that part was <laughs> with pretty... With some great visuals. <laughs> that part was pretty wacky. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of slow blinking during that fall. <laughs> I think the best is when they don't know how to do slow motion, so they just tell the actors to do slow motion on their own. <laughs> no! It's great. Uh, anyway, he falls down, and then just before he lands on the hood of somebody's car, we cut to a church where what seems to be a funeral at first is taking place, and then as the camera pans over the crowd, you realize Jim and Linda are there, and they're actually getting married, and Jim's got a neck brace on. So Did you mention him shooting the witchboard? Oh, no. No, yeah, that's how you get rid of the Mal- Malkador guy. You yeah. shoot the witchboard. You shoot the witch, yeah, before he went plummeting through the window. Yeah. He uh, picked up the gun and started shooting. Because don't you remember the board yeah, flying? Yeah, it goes pew, 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 pew. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool, actually. It's like a video game or something. And that is pretty much your movie there, Jason Harrell. What did you think of Witchboard from 1987? Originally, years ago, massive, massive fan of this movie. One of my favorites back in the day. Yeah? Um, does not age well. No. Yeah, I, no. this is probably the second time I've seen it in the past year, mm-hmm. um, and boy, it was rough. It, well, it was pretty rough to get through. You, you really start noticing a lot of the things that make it kind of a rough movie. It's uh, it's full of holes. That's that's the biggest problem. Well, as as a kid, I was really really into um, uh, Ouija boards and uh, paranormal shit, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Um, pendulums all of that crap all of that garbage nonsense (laughs) um so i think that's why i really liked it so much okay but now i think it's all a bunch of hooey and you couple that with this really really awful script writing and acting yeah um just not enough meat left on the bone for me to enjoy anymore 
I think if they had stayed with the Ouija board and the ghost stuff, that would have been much better. When you bring in this Malfador dude and like, I goddamn, I love Tawny Katane. She, I think anybody, my, any heterosexual male of my age, she was probably a big part of uh, their puberty, myself included. But she's not an actress, man. No. She is not. No. And when she's trying to, to do the, the possessed uh, Blues Brothers routine, <laughs> uh, it's it's very silly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't. I can't. And God bless uh, Todd Allen for doing his best to make it look like she was kicking his ass because he, he burned some calories they in did. that scene right there. How many times can you throw yourself through a bookcase before you're like, you know what? This is bullshit. I'm jumping out a window. <laughs> That's Fuck right. It. Give me that in slow, slow motion. motion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I still do appreciate uh, uh, Ouija board, but kind of Ouija based uh, movies. I was really hopeful for Ouija. Mm-hmm. Um, that stunk. Uh, but the sequel was actually pretty good. Yeah, not bad. That was uh, Flanagan. Oh, well, that explains it. Mike Flanagan. Yep. Yeah. Um, this this if if you've seen if you saw this one when you were a kid you probably dug it quite a bit. There is a nostalgia element here. Um, how, how many is in that series? There's t- three. I thought only two. You Maybe. could be right. I, there's definitely two. I don't think. I've, have you seen any of the other ones? Uh years ago. I don't think I have. I absolutely have seen two, but for some reason I was thinking there was a third. I might be. Th- I could be wrong. I might be. Th- isn't there a mirror mirror? franchise doesn't ring a bell like a haunted mirror not the not oculus but there was like a 80s, and not mirrors not mirrors no there was like an 80s mirror franchise hmm. and i'm gonna look that up during the break all right Witchboard. if you are already a fan you will probably still be a fan um if you haven't seen it in a while it doesn't hold up that well i say Witchboard, not this one switchboard <laughs> go back to surf nazis must die <laughs> All right, let's take us a little break, Jason Harrell. I break it down any way you like. Come on, you don't even know. 
what the fuck is going on? What they call that? I'm mowing the lawn. They wanna pop me, try to drop me. Back spinning to a kickstand. They can't stop me. Look at me fucking up every guitar. That they shit, so there you are. We live forever, so there you go. J U double G A L O. Like what you hear? Head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the Patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some T-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, Jason Harrell. Sure are. Yes, we are, my friend. Well, so I'm curious though, since you brought it up, you. Earlier in the in the evening, mentioned that you don't buy into the Ouija board thing. Correct. But previous to that, you said that that is the one item that's not allowed into your house. Oh well, how does that work? Okay, so it's not the board itself. Um, I believe so. I don't believe in ghosts in okay. the traditional sense. I do believe in demons. Okay. Uh, I don't believe that. Uh, <laughs> You know, my Uncle Rufus is just floating around, farting around, you know, <laughs> okay. watching me in the shower. Great. Um, but I do believe that you can I, you, that you can invite or invoke demonic presence in your life. Okay. Uh, I think that a Ouija board uh, can be used as a way to kind of open that door or invite uh, a malevolence, kind okay. of kind of a demonic entity. So that's the very reason. Okay. Uh, we don't believe in ghosts, but we do believe in Negative demons and energy yeah, kind of a thing. demonic entities. Okay, mm. fair enough. Right on, man. I don't believe in any of it. I think I've got one around here somewhere. If I ever took the time to Shoe organize, the, yeah, I'm sure. If I ever took the time to organize this fucking room, I'm sure I would find at least two. Oh, a Ouija board? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant a demon. Oh, that too, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's, uh, I'm pretty sure I got one around I got here one somewhere. Around here. I think he's in the closet, <laughs> son of a bitch. Get out here, Steve. <laughs> Been sloughing off in my closet for too long. All right, man, you ready to get into the Terra Dome? I am. Let's do it. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. 
gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll drive you crazy. I'll kill you all. Dream come true. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotionless face, the blackest eyes, the devil's To the Terradome. First, last week's winner, Jason Harrell. Team's competition, we had the Lost Boys versus the Blind Dead. The boys were at first confused by the sudden appearance of the Knights Templars, then enraged as the Templars attacked. That night, the Galleon returned to the open sea, this time with the pieces of the Knights at the bottom of the ocean. With a vote of 7-2, the Lost Boys advance over the Knights Templar. I am determined to get you to watch a Blind Dead movie. I tried. You tried? Yeah. Why, why it's, could... not, it's not that it was bad and I bailed out. It's just that life got in the way. And... Life gets in the way, man. Yeah. You know? I get it. And uh, it's not a, those aren't movies that necessarily grab you. And, and unfortunately, you're like a machine gun of recommendations. <laughs> Yeah. They come and fast. It is more. it is a blind fury that you it just is. <laughs> da, 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 da. I mean just you bring a shopping cart. Out. I'm going to fill you up with Blu-ray. Uh, it is near impossible for me if I were to actually try to watch everything you say is tolerable. I I I'd always be just watching movies. Well, first off, my tolerance for shitty horror films is World renowned at this point. So I think you remember how we before we went on the radio here, uh, we were talking about Rob Zombie needs to practice a little self control. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. If you could withhold a few recommendations, <laughs> I might give your recommendations a little more merit. <laughs> you're, you're probably right. Yeah, I come I come fast and hard with the rec- dude. I'll, I'll text Jason at like three thirty in the morning, dude. Go to Tubi right you now. You got to get on this. <laughs> Hubie Halloween. And then I watch it the next day and I'm like, ah, oh, Jason's going to punch me in the face. <laughs> right on, man. Let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we? We are in the Asylum Conference round nine. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not much of a writer and usually can't read my own handwriting. The village was eerily silent despite the chaos occurring, occurring around it. The previous morning's meteoric impact had caused a forest fire that left great patches of the Carpathian forest scorched and charred. The village, however, was intact. As the ladies approached from the outskirts, they noticed the usual trails were covered with a thick sludge, causing them to slow their progress. The sounds of faint heartbeats and labored breathing emanated from the village to vampiric senses, but none of the usual sounds. No movement, no bedtime prayer or offer of thanks 
or goodnight blessings. The first villager they came across was secured to a tree with the same sludge, barely alive and begging the brides to end his misery. His end would come soon enough as the first xenomorph broke through his chest. Team's competition, we have the Brides of Dracula versus the Xenomorphs, Jason Harrell. How say you? Xenomorphs. Xenomorphs for Jay. I'm going to take the Brides of Dracula. My reasoning is this. They're already dead. And they can fly. There is that. Um, I, well, sometimes they can fly. Sometimes they're just goddamn sexy. Uh, very sexy. Very sexy. Um, I imagine the acid blood would fuck them up pretty good. But if the xenomorph is already at a state of bleeding, then he's already fucked up. So in order for the blood to be effective... You gotta, you gotta wo- at least wound the xenomorph. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's that. Um, <clears throat> I think I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go undead. All right. I'm, t- I'm sticking to my undead guns. There we go. That's your matchup for the weekend, mates. It's the Brides of Dracula versus the Xenomorphs. Get us your uh, votes by next week if you can. Mental health hotline is area code seven seven five three eight seven zero two seven five. Or get us on the regular old email at thepaddedroom two thousand eleven at hotmail dot com. Contemplate those matchups, and while you do, we are going to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called, What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? Uh, what did you get to watch? Anything? Uh, nothing horror related. I did rewatch Warrior, but that's not at all horror. Not at all horror. It's a good movie, though. Um, you know, I did kind of passively rewatch. Um, oh shit, The Descent. <clears throat> okay. So it, The Descent and Descent Two kind of run on a loop on Pluto TV, mm-hmm. and uh, every time I try to catch the end of both of them because I've been trying to figure out which one is the ending where she thinks she escapes but she's actually like losing her fucking mind yeah. at the end of the uh, of the movie and she's like with her daughter her daughter's ghost she's seeing visions of her daughter and they're in the cave mm-hmm. and for the life of me i can't it it doesn't happen at the end of one it doesn't happen at the end of two and i know that i didn't imagine this shit I, so what it was i finally had to look it up alternate ending. it's the ending from like the uk version yeah uh apparently so i start looking into like what i watched and why i watched that and so it probably came from when i was a massive internet pirate mm-hmm. i probably watched some imported bootleg and that's how i saw that that particular ending um th- they determined that the united states were too big of a pussy to handle <laughs> such a traumatic ending okay so they end with this really horrible ending at the end of part one which is where she escapes right but, and then she like turns inside the cab of the truck and sees like the ghost of her her, her Asian friend yeah, that she killed or Juno. whatever. Yeah. Um, God damn, she was hot. <laughs> but uh, but in the foreign version, um, that happens. But then she like awakens inside the the cave. The cave I believe. Still, yeah. Yeah, and that's when she kind of tr- is tripping, seeing her daughter. But mm-hmm. and then the the dissenters, whatever the fuck they are. They're creepers. Dwellers. Yeah. They're like uh, coming in on her. Yeah. Um, Much better ending. Yeah. If you if you have the, the DVD, you have access to the alternate. You have them both. Both endings. Yeah. I, I've never owned them. Uh, I, I absolutely saw it on a bootleg. 
<laughs> that hundred percent. That's another sharp down downfall as far as a franchise goes. Descent it's, one really good. Descent two. I liked both. Did you? Yeah. I don't know, man. I really hate that, you know, uh, American the, version or the ending. The ending? Yeah, I well, really I mean, hate it. Right, but you don't get a Descent 2 if she doesn't get out, right? Right. So I guess you could retcon. For you, that'd be a, win-win. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, because I don't really care for that shit. Right. Natalie Mendoza is her name, the actress that played Juno. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yes. Does that tickle you where it, you need to be tickled? It, it, yeah, all kinds of tickling going on, my friend. Is she wearing a hard hat? Uh, no. Okay. I don't think so, but uh, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, I got to watch The Black Phone, finally. Caught up on that Very one. That good. is a much better movie than I was anticipating. Really? Liked it a lot. I didn't uh, had low hopes for it, low expectations. I don't know why. Everybody told me how great it was. Um, well, unlike you, a lot of people you know make solid recommendations. Look, there's not no just accounting for gun. taste, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I like what I like, and sometimes it's not what everybody else <laughs> then you'll, likes. You'll wait eons to watch it. I will, but I got it I'm in. glad you enjoyed it. It's a good show. Um, pretty grim, uh, especially with like uh, when, when they un- – I don't want to give too much away. I know a lot of people haven't seen it, but – there's a part where they uncover um, remains, and a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, fuck. But the way it all ties together at the end, because there's like these multiple failed attempts, but when it all comes together in the end and he's doing his thing, and it's very home alone in a kind of weird way. But it's – you know what it reminded me of a lot? What? Have you ever seen a movie called um, Anything for Jackson? Yeah. It reminded me of that a lot. Uh, just with like, uh, you know, the way they were trying to put the ritual together mm-hmm. and all that, and then you know, the shit with the neighbors was happening, and the guy throws himself in mm-hmm. the snowblower. Good movie, a great movie. Uh, I watched that. I watched It Follows from 2014. Wonderful movie. Love that one a lot. Highly spankable. You know, weird kind of, <laughs> kind of rapey, kind of a weird. The naked old lady. I know. And. Uh, Maybe maybe I should edit that part out now that I think about it. I don't know if I should admit to beating off to It Follows. Uh, a movie called Climax from 2018. This movie is bananas, Jason Harrell. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, what it's Gaspar Noe, Noe, whatever the fuck his name is. It's the same guy that did Irreversible. Okay. And um, Enter the Void, if you've ever seen that one. I couldn't get through it. Um, what you have is like a dan- a urban dance troupe. It stars Sofia Batella. Uh, and she's like putting together this urban dance troupe for some kind of a big show. And basically they have sequestered themselves in this abandoned school, I think. And they've been working on their choreography and they're finally putting it all together. And this is the night where they're, this is like their last big dress rehearsal before they go on TV or whatever. So they do in the, the first probably 14 minutes of the movie is just this choreographed, fucking big dance situation it's mm-hmm. really cool looking when it all comes together uh after that we cut to like probably about 20 minutes of just there's like 25 of these dancers and they've all separated it off and they're all like talking shit about each other but high-fiving each other and this guy wants to fuck her and she's trying to get on this lesbian thing with this chick and this chick is trying not to drink. This one thinks she's pregnant. And it's just a camera hopping around to these different little side conversations that are happening. And then at some point, 
they very quickly realize that somebody has spiked the punch with LSD. Mm -hmm. And from that point forward, we get about an hour of just one continuous take as it follows one person. And then this guy comes in and he's acting crazy. So we cut to that guy and follow him for a few minutes. Yeah. And then over here, somebody else accidentally gets put on fire. So we jump over here and it's all one continuous take Hmm. and some shit gets fucked up. My friend, there's a kid involved. Um, he accidentally drinks the punk, the punch and, um, woo, there's some weird sex stuff. And, uh, <laughs> it, it is, uh, some shit goes down. And, uh, I think at the end, one, one of them survives. Everybody else is dead. Pretty gnarly. It's worth a watch. I think it's like two and a half hours long though. You ever have LSD acid or any of that stuff? No, no. I, there's no way I could do any psychedelic. I would see sp- immediately. I just know it. Spiders would be on me, and I'd be just stabbing myself repeatedly. I am terrible. I'm, no, I'm sure it's an urban myth, but I'm terrified that everybody around me is going to turn into a zombie, and mm. I'm just going to grab a bat and start swinging. Yeah, and probably kill three or four people. <laughs> you know, that's that's my biggest fear. I'd be willing to try it uh, if I knew somebody else that had done it and could like. Chain you down? Yeah, like tackle me if necessary yeah. or something like that. You know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it, it concerns me. But that, I thought, is um, it's something to see. Climax okay. from 2018. If I ever get time. Uh, and I, well, how about this? Hmm. Uh, amongst your machine gun fire recommendations, <laughs> is it first round at the top of the mag? <laughs> well, let me... Let me clarify this. I don't. I know you, and I don't think you'll like the movie. Okay. But I do think you will. I probably gave too much of it away because you already know the ending. That was the one thing that kept me going through it was, what the fuck shit am I going to see next? Because there's some really fucked up things going on, number one. Number two, how is this whole thing going to end? Mm-hmm. Um, it will probably keep your attention. It's It would probably be one of these movies that you don't necessarily like, but you'll watch one time and you'll remember it fondly, but you'll never, ever watch it again, is what See, I would I say. I would rather find, and then this is going to be your issue with next year. Okay. In, in your effort to not rewatch anything and watch only fresh material. Bet. I, I just... I, I want the comfort of knowing I'm going to be pleased. <laughs> I get that. I don't want to set. I want to, I want to take my precious time <laughs> and sit down for disappointment. See, that is part of why I started this podcast. I wanted to sift through. I wanted to dive deep into the filth and find that di- diamond in the rough. And I have. I found a few that were pretty good. Yeah, they're um, rare. But there has been a lot of filth. <laughs> but see, we could also just. Dis- like we've sat here and discussed at length the stuff. Sure. We could sit here at length and discuss the black phone. Sure. I just don't understand why we never discuss the stuff. Like, well, not the stuff, but movies like the black phone or these not higher brow, but at least more palatable. We <laughs> just discussed the black phone. What are you talking about? No, come on. You, mean, you, mean you, you want... just went over Witchboard for a fucking hour. Okay, that was not my <laughs> design, and I would definitely not have picked Witchboard. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but the whole point of this is to bring horror, to, to keep people from, from watching um, President Evil. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're watching President Evil thinking you found the diamond in the rough, I'm going to tell you right now, you haven't. 
And you can keep going. Yeah, but keep you talking. always conclude with, yeah, but I wasn't mad at I it. I was mad at President Ebert. <laughs> and I am an apologist. I fully admit that. If it's got a uh, skull on the cover, I'm You're probably, probably going to like it. <laughs> All right, man. How about some immersion therapy? Then? All right. Immersion therapy. Jason, what did you think of Orphan First Kill? I think it'd be a lot stronger if you if it has been years since you've seen Orphan and you start off with this one before you go back and rewatch Orphan. Okay. Because it's very difficult to get past the fact, like I did, I watched them back to back, watching the original Orphan, then watching this one. I mean, it's such a drastic change in appearance between the two yeah uh but i think if you start off with uh this this new one it's not a bad movie at all um i mean for the most part they they pull it off you know with uh a lot a lot of like hobbit type film yeah you know a lot of eight-year-olds running around basically kind of getting the camera behind them anything that doesn't show her face is going to have the eight-year-old yeah um they really shouldn't say sentences that tell us how old she's supposed to be because then it's even harder of a sale because I think he says 30. she always looks 10. Yeah. Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, stop it. Really? Like, cut it if out. they really think she looks 10? <laughs> I don't think so, sweetie. Um, I And I think that the reason that this movie uh, kind of earns some additional points is uh, just kind of the way they spin the, twist. the plot. Yeah. I really like the twist. Yeah. I When they said they were doing a sequel to Orphan or a prequel, I thought for sure they were just going to use the same formula from the first movie. I assume so. Different, fa- different family, same basic situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put a nice little twist in there for us that kind of really set uh, a different stage. And... Um, it's easy to forget. I've, I've that clearly this cannot become a franchise. Um, if uh, I mean at least not with Isabel Furman because mm-hmm. it was kind of off-putting, you know. Just well, plus she got killed in the first. In one. the first one, yeah. But uh, like just seeing like her like when she takes the dentures out, she's got the fucked up teeth and mm-hmm. all yellow. Um, but. Uh, well, we thought that looked a lot better in the original, too. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, her teeth really looked fucked. Like, it looked like she'd been wearing those teeth for 30 years. Yeah. Um, but in this one, they didn't look as bad. Uh, now, I get that it was a couple of years before. Yeah. But um, I, I didn't think it was as gross. You didn't see them as much, either, which kind of helped. But um, we're, we're at that place where we kind of start... We, there's a certain point in the film where you actually start rooting for, uh, what's her name, Lena, her real name? Um, Isabel Furman? Yeah. Oh, shit. I, I think her real name I is can't, I can't recall. Lena, but then she changes it to Esther because right. of the situation. But we start rooting for her because she's no longer, well, she's still a villain, but she's not the villain of right. this movie. Um that's dangerous ground to tread on, it especially is. if you're you're go, getting into a franchise. Mm-hmm. Any point you start rooting for the the titular villain, that's when you kind of go off the rail. That's when we stop being a horror movie and start being more of a revenge movie. Yeah, I I don't see where they could 
possibly come up with something else to spin off with with the story. Only thing I could think of is if we did another a pre prequel. Oh boy! And we got what Isabel she, Isabel Furman <laughs> to play her own mother, huh. and got a real little girl in there that looked a lot like. I think they need to call it quits. I think they probably. I mean, they waited what thirteen years between yeah. movies. It's the only much. the only other thing is to, I guess, kind of retcon it. You know, say that she actually didn't die at the uh, end of Orphan. Sure. I don't know. That'd be the only way. I'd, like, you'd have to go true sequel. You'd have to get really ridiculous. Mm. Um, she had a radiation treatment, and now she, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. She's bulletproof. I think they should consider themselves lucky that they managed to pull off something as decent as what they did. Yeah, I like um, it. At the end of the day, didn't mind it at all. I I was very pleased. Yeah, I and I, I think what really sells you is that twist. I agree. I agree with that. If it would have just been another formulaic orphan movie, it would have really been boring. And, An unbelievable and boring. Yeah, and kind of off-putting mm-hmm. using the same actress 13 years later. Definitely worth a watch. Absolutely. Check that shit out. I believe uh, Paramount Plus is where I found it, if anybody's interested. Uh, your immersion therapy for this week is going to be Life Changer from 2018, directed by Justin McConnell, starring Laura Burke and Jack Foley. Um, this one is streaming on Shutter. Check that shit out, inmates. We'll do the same and compare notes next week. I believe it has something to do with a skinwalker or something like that. Now, however, we must educate me. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. Um, I am a twin brother, and my fiancé has left me for my twin, the son of a bitch, and then he uh, threw himself out of a upper floor window, and his wiener was flapping on the way down, and I can say... With all certainty, Jason Harrell, that my dick is big, bigger than that actor's, who will rename nameless at this point. <laughs> uh, I then uh, had to travel back to my hometown and convene with my father and his uh, stuffy old friends about what the hell happened, and to be there for the funeral, of course. Boy, oh boy, does this town have some secrets, and so does my dad and his fucking friends. We better drag the lake to get to the bottom of this. I am, of course, Ghost Story. 1981, starring Fred Astaire, Jonathan Hausman, and Greg Wasson, who I am better endowed than. Well, that's only implying his dick is a half an inch long. That's exactly right. <laughs> I, got, I got a good Cong- three-quarter inch. Congratulations. Coming at you. Boy, if it wasn't for that foreskin, you'd be Woo! fucked. <laughs> Dominating three-quarter inch. <laughs> Have you ever seen that one, man? Your penis? Yeah. Just that one. What'd you think? Uh, delicious. <laughs> All right. No, have you ever seen Ghost Story? I have not. It's uh, it's it's not a bad show. It's very twisty, turny, and um, it's got all the elements. It's one of my Halloween go-tos. It's got all the elements of a good ghost story. Mm-hmm. Uh, decrepit house, um, kind of that faded glamour that came from the 1920s. Yeah. Uh, old men with a secret. Uh, this vengeful spirit that is coming back to torment the sons of those old men. And it's, it's really a good show. You watch it every October? I do. 
Hmm. I do. It's uh, we just uh, put the put together our first edition of our thirty one thirty one. Uh oh. And uh, there's going to be multiple editions. No, we're um, we've got some that'll probably end up getting booted out just as we remember other movies. Refining it. Yeah, I get it. Right on, man. Uh, who might I be this week? You ask. Well. I just got out of a very bad relationship. It wasn't bad, uh, but it ended very badly, this relationship. And I've got to get the fuck out of the city. I need to recalibrate, rest, relax. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rent a big mansion out in the woods, and I'm going to hang there by myself and just kind of get things straight in my head. Uh, it's kind of like an Airbnb situation. The guy that rented me the place is a real weirdo. And I went out for a walk in the woods the other day, and there's a fucking naked guy just standing out there. He's not following me. He's just standing there. I'm going to FaceTime my friend later. I hope he doesn't show up in the background in a window. Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week, and I will drop some knowledge on you. Sensing a pattern with the naked guy immersion therapies. That's exactly Or uh, educate. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> um, I don't think I'm better endowed than this dude, as I recall. He, uh... He was packing. He's got a full inch, huh? He was packing something. He's got some heat. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was a grower and a shower. All right, my friends. I think that's about going to do it for us this week. Thank you very much for joining us. Join us next week for Witch Trap here in Kevin Tenney Month, courtesy of Tom Hardy. You, too, can take control of the Padded Room podcast for a full month. For the very small donation of $5, I will send you a padded room travel mug, a padded room t-shirt, some hardcore pornography if you want me to. I'm going to I'm going to leave that option open to you. I've got plenty and I would like it out of my house. So if you want some porno, I will pack your package full of it and send it to you. <laughs> and you will get control of the month of December, I believe. Um all you got to do is go to paddedroompodcast.com. You can head to support.paddedroompodcast.com. That'll take you directly to your Patreon feed. There you have it. Or paddedroompodcast.com will take you to your Podbean feed. Exactly. And there's a link at the Podbean feed there that'll take you there. If any of that was confusing, then I'm sorry. It's I've, all new stuff, and Darian's just learning te- I don't technology. Know I don't know anything. <laughs> I'm sorry for everything. I don't know. <laughs> Damn technology. I, I'm not going to make it easy for you to give me money. I refuse. <laughs> In the meantime, inmates, I think that's it for us. For Buddy in Absentia, Monica in Absentia, Jason Harrell, who is here. Um, naked guys in the woods, vampires that can apparently beat up Knights Templars, um, weird board games that take on different facets, and uh, Malfador, who still I have no idea who that guy is, or Malkador, whatever his name was. Marmaduke. Marmaduke, and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye! Bye.